This is the Saturday to Sunday Football Podcast. This is where it all counts. This is why we're here. This is why each one of us are here. And now, here's your host. Welcome back to another edition of the Saturday to Sunday Football Podcast. I am Paul Pertichese, and thank you for joining me as always. The Summer Dynasty Stock Report Series continues this evening with the AFC South. I will be talking about every relevant offensive skill player in terms of stock up, stock down, stock neutral, who I'd recommend buying or selling or holding, some value for redraft or best ball leagues, and talk about every single prospect that's worthy of being considered in your fantasy leagues. It gives us an opportunity to talk about a lot of these guys that either, A, we haven't talked about in years since they've been in the NFL, or guys that are veterans who've been in the NFL quite some time and we never really get a chance to talk about them except on this series of podcasts, you know, and other things like this when we're talking about depth charts and stuff like that. It's one of my favorite exercises uh, to share my thoughts with our all our listeners in terms of every relevant player currently, you know, in the NFL in terms of their fantasy viability moving forward that's relevant right now. So let's get right into this. You know, I'm just going alphabetical. So we're going to start with the Houston Texans at the quarterback position. I think it's impossible not to say stock down on Deshaun Watson. He lost DeAndre Hopkins, one of the best wide receivers in the league. He was replaced with Brandon Cooks, who right now, while a good receiver, even when healthy, he's not DeAndre Hopkins. He has, you know, battled some serious, you know, concussion injuries. So we don't know, you know, he's now on another new team, a guy who started with New Orleans, then went to the Patriots, then went to the same, uh, you know, the, the Rams. And now here uh, with the Texans has moved around a lot, produced wherever he's been, uh, but he's not DeAndre Hopkins. We don't know the chemistry that he will have. So while I still think Deshaun Watson is top five, you know, prior to them training DeAndre Hopkins, I thought he was locked in as number three in terms of dynasty QB rankings. Uh, now I think you can make the case for a handful of other guys ahead of him, like Dak Prescott, Kyler Murray, maybe even Russell Wilson. Uh, until we kind of see this Houston offense without DeAndre Hopkins at the running back position. Uh, I'm going to say stock up on David Johnson because he's going to get an opportunity to be a bell cow or a lead back or a workhorse or, or lead a committee, whatever you want to say, but he's not a guy I'm aggressively buying. I think his best years are behind him. So I actually think because his stock is up, he'd be a recommended sell. And I'd like to get something of value right now for him because I do not see a lot of long-term value. I think he's fine in redraft or best ball as your RB three. I guess in some instances he would have to be your RB2, but he, I wouldn't want him to be my RB2. I'd be okay in those formats with him as my RB3. Uh, Duke Johnson, I, I think at this point, while I always like the player and still do, I don't think he is ever going to be more than what he has been in fantasy. Uh, so I think the addition of David Johnson coming there and being a good pass catching back might even hinder Duke Johnson a little bit more. So I'll say stock down on him. Uh, not a guy I'd be looking to buy. Probably can't get much if you look to sell him. Uh, but those are my takes on the running game there in Houston. In terms of the pass catching game, in terms of Will Fuller, I'm going to say stock up. This is going to be an opportunity for him to get more targets and looks than he's ever had. If he could stay healthy, I think he could be a wide receiver too in fantasy football. He'd be a guy that I'd be okay aggressively going to buy and hoping that the injuries that he suffered in the past kind of, you know, eventually now are behind him. And I think the chemistry he has with Deshaun Watson is legit. So I think stock up on him and he'd be a guy that I'd be looking to buy. 
I love his value in redraft and best ball as well. Uh, Brandon Cooks, I talked about him a little bit. I think his stock is probably slightly up because I do think now if he was in the Rams offense, they're not the same offense right now, much more conservative. Jared Goff is not a guy who wants to push the ball vertically down the field. Uh, Robert Woods and Cooper Cup seem to, you know, be the focal points of that pass game now. So I think it's good for his stock that he left and his value has came down so much that I actually think at the value, if you're willing to take on the risk of the injuries, I not only think his stock is up, but I also think he's a recommended dynasty buy, uh, especially as a wide receiver three forward type. I really like getting him on your roster if you could stomach, you know, the injury concerns. Uh, Kenny Stills dealing with some off the field, you know, really serious stuff. So obviously stock down on him. I don't know when we're going to see him or if we're going to see him again. Uh, Randall Cobb, I think, you know, at this point, you know, some people might look at a, a bigger target opportunity there than he had in Dallas. He got a lot of targets in Dallas. So I, I don't think it's going to be more than he got in Dallas, to be frankly honest with you. Uh, he'd be a guy that if he got off to a decent start, I'd probably be looking to sell him. Uh, but he could have some value in PPR leagues. He'd not be a guy that I'd be aggressively going to buy. Kiki Kuti still seems buried in the depth chart there uh, and falling out of favor with this coaching regime and this regime in general. So I think you know he's a guy that doesn't have much value. At the tight end position, it's very hard to make sense to this. They have Darren Fells, they have Jordan Aikens, they have Jordan Thomas, and then they have last year's third round pick, Hale Warren. On, ta- on pure talent alone, I like Hale Warren the most out of this whole group. He'd be a guy that I'd still be willing to put on the back end of my dynasty roster, especially in a tight end premium league. But, you know, he missed his whole year. Not a lot of evidence out there for a guy who misses their whole rookie year producing. Uh, but we'll see. It's a, it's a wait and see. I wouldn't want to really get any of them on my roster. And like I said, Warren is the guy that if I have him, I'll probably just hold him because I don't think he has much value right now. Uh, and see if he can develop because his his athleticism and size and frame and pass catching skills. I thought he was a guy that had a lot of upside. He was relatively new to the game of football. Uh, so Warren still intrigues me the most from that group for sure. If we take this to the next team in the group and that's the Jacksonville Jaguars, uh, I guess you can say stock up on Garner Minshew because they didn't invest any other resources at the quarterback position in the off season. They, you know, Nick Foles is no longer there, but as a dynasty, I'm saying sell. I think Gardner Minshew has, this is Gardner Minshew's last year as a starter with Jacksonville. I think they go out and get a future franchise quarterback in the draft. I expect them to be one of the bottom six or eight teams in the NFL. I think Gardner Minshew was a nice story last year, and I think he was a nice story because he was a fifth round pick. If he was a first or second round pick, I don't think people would look at it as successful. I think people would be okay with it. I think it's being publicized as significantly better than it was because he was a fifth round pick. I think he's a good backup quarterback, spot starter, low end starter. And I don't think that's, I don't think a team looks at him and thinks we have our starter, you know, for the next four, six, eight years. So if people are just looking at the stats from last year, I think you go out and sell Gardner Minshew uh, where you can, because I do not think he will be a starter a year from now uh, for the Jaguars. In terms of Leonard Fournette, I think his stock uh, is down just because we see the way running backs are not commanding much in free agency. Jacksonville, you know, seems to want to move on from him. Maybe they trade him during the year, but I don't think Leonard Fournette's going to get a big time contract in free agency. I don't think teams are aggressively looking to get guys that, you know, uh, have a lot of wear and tear in their body, aren't big 
factors in the pass game. I know Fournette caught a lot of passes last year, but more of the check down variety. Uh, he'd be a guy that I'd be okay with Leonard Fournette in a one year window, maybe, you know, because I think there's a lot of uncertainty. So, yeah, this year, could he be an RB2? Yeah, I don't think he's going to be an RB1 because I think his pass catching numbers go dramatically down with the addition of Chris Thompson there, Raquel Armstead in his second year. So I don't think we ever see Leonard Fournette catch as many passes as he did last year. So like I'd rather James Conner on a one year and see what happens and who I think is going to be better this year than Leonard Fournette. But I'm I'm okay with Leonard Fournette if you want to get him and say, okay, I'm guying him for this year. I need an RB two. I think he's fine as an RB two this year. Could I even not produce that and maybe be a you know a low RB one or high RB two more and bet that's better than his current value in redraft and best ball leagues. But he'd not be a guy that I'd be wanting to aggressively buy in dynasty unless I'm just saying this is the year. I want this this year. Because I do think he can fall off fast by next year depending on where he's playing. So uh, he's a guy I'd be very scared about investing too much in. Uh, and if I got a good offer, I'd probably get out now while I can still coop up a decent amount of value. Raquel Armstead, you know, I think he's, I don't think he's the guy who's going to be their starter next year. I think he could be a part of a committee for sure. Uh, so I wouldn't aggressively be going to buy him. If I had him, I'd probably just hold to kind of see how things play out this year uh, with Jacksonville. Does Leonard Fournette get traded? Is it obvious that he won't be back next year? And then kind of wait and see and see where uh, they invest at the running back position, uh, you know, next year if Fournette is no longer there. At the wide receiver position, uh, DJ Chark, I think, is a fantastic buy. The numbers that he put up with Gardner Minshew, I think, speak that his stock is up. I think, overall, I like the talent of the player. So he'd be a guy that I would be aggressively going to buy. If he's in the top 12 to top 15 by next year, I wouldn't be all that surprised. He'd be in my top 10 in terms of guys that I'd recommend going to buy uh, this offseason at their current value, because I think a year from now, it could be even, uh, you know, six, eight, 10 spots higher a year out from now. Uh, everybody else in that wide receiver group that was there, D.D. Westbrook, Chris Conley, uh, Keelan Cole, I don't think any of them are going to be very fantasy viable. I'd sell on D.D. Westbrook. I think sooner rather than later, LaVisca Chenault, the rookie, uh, will step into the second role there as a starter. I, I like what he can do in a lot of different things. He's like the last of like 17 guys or so, 16 guys, 17 guys that I think are clear teardrop in rookie drafts. Uh, I think Chenault is getting pushed down too far because people are not remembering the player he was prior to his injury and the poor testing at the combine. I really am intrigued by LaVisca Chenault. I think you get him in the mid-second round of a lot of rookie drafts, I think you're getting tremendous value. I like him long-term. At the tight end position, similar to Cahill Warren on the previous, when I was talking about the Texans, I'm intrigued by Josh Oliver. Again, who knows? He was a top 100 pick. We'll see what happens this year, uh, but I'm not opposed to getting him on my roster, especially in tight end premium or two tight end leagues, stashing him away and kind of seeing what happens uh, long term. If we keep this going, next team in the AFC South is the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, I'm going to say stock down on Phillip Rivers. I think he's asked to do less in Indianapolis than he was asked to do with the Chargers. I think he rose less. I know he has better protection. I get all that. Uh, but I think they're going to ask him to be very much a game manager, take his occasional shot. Uh, I think he's a one-year stopgap. Uh, maybe a, a second quarterback in, you know, two quarterback or super flex leagues. You can get one year out of him. He would not be a guy I want to invest in. Uh, Jacob Easton, I think is presenting some value in dynasty rookie drafts, uh, as a guy that maybe, you know, could develop into a starter down the line. 
I'm not sure I'd invest more than like a fourth round rookie pick in super flex, you know, leagues on a guy like Jacob Eason. Jacoby Brissett maybe gets an opportunity down the line with a different roster, but even so, if he does, I think he's a low QB two, uh, QB three type. I don't think he's a guy who will have much more value than that. At the running back position, obviously Jonathan Taylor, a running, a rookie running back stud, uh, you're going to eat into Marlon Mack a lot. I think Marlon Mack obviously stocked down, uh, I do think that Marlon Mack could have value, more value than he's going to have this year on a future team. Uh, so I wouldn't give him away. I wouldn't aggressively be going to buy him, but I wouldn't sell him for anything. He's still a relatively young player who showed he can be a pretty, you know, functional to above average back. Uh, so I think he could have some value this year with everything with a lack of offseason. I think it could be like a 60 40 John Taylor, you know, Marlon Mack in terms of the running stuff. But then you're also going to have to factor in Naheem Hines there. Uh, but I wouldn't just give Marlon Mack away, even though his value is down. Naheem Hines is really interesting because he's another guy who I think could be a PPR factor, you know, in a pass catching role, uh, can occasionally get a handful of touches, but I like his pass catching role. I don't, if, if Philip Rivers uses him in that Austin Eckler pass catching role, Naheem Hines could have some surprise, you know, PPR, you know, running back three weeks this year. So as a last round pick in a best ball draft, I've been picking him at times. He's a little intriguing. I don't mind getting him on my roster. Maybe Marlon Mack is gone after the year. And it's just Jonathan Taylor and Naheem Hines. And I think if that's the case, you know, Naheem Hines could have some RB3, RB4 value in PPR leagues. You know, if he's the clear guy, you know, catching 60, 70 passes a year uh, for sure. At the wide receivers, T.Y. Hilton, who I think his stock is probably about down. Uh, I was, uh, I would say he's probably stock neutral right now. Uh, people are down on him. So I'm actually looking at it as an opportunity to buy him, uh, at his current value. I think he could have a couple more years left of wide receiver two, uh, production or high wide receiver for reproduction. I think in dynasty, his value has probably dropped even further than that. Uh, I do think he's good value in redraft and best ball leagues this year. So while I think his stock is about neutral, maybe some people even say down with the, you know, the drafting of Michael Pittman, Paris Campbell in the second year. Uh, I think his stock is about neutral and I think at the value that he's fallen now i think he's presents good value in any format and i wouldn't be opposed to buying him you know for a two-year window there uh if i need a you know third wide receiver on a team that's contending michael pittman love him as a rookie think he could immediately have an impact on this roster love his long-term upside and viability uh his athleticism his experience at usc i think he's ready to, to make an impact paris campbell is a guy who i think uh, his stock is about neutral. He needs to show us, but I'm, I'm not opposed to buying him at the value he is right now. He's very cheap. Uh, his second round pick, his athleticism is through the roof. I think he's a guy that was still trying to define his route running and his skill coming out of Ohio State. Uh, I still think there's a, a potential that him and Michael Pittman are there, you know, two wide receivers that are here for the long term, whoever the next quarterback is. Uh, you know, Campbell, even if Campbell's their third wide receiver down the line, you know, he can be a guy who makes a lot of plays after the catch. He could be used on a lot of end arounds and jet sweeps and touch passes that I kind of like Paris Campbell as, you know, dynasty league is like my wide receiver seven, six, whatever it is. I wouldn't be opposed to putting him on my roster. Zach Pascal, Marcus Johnson. I don't think those guys have any value at the tight end position. I actually think it's stock up on Jack Doyle for this year because they didn't bring in anybody else. I wouldn't aggressively be going to buy him or anything. I think it's probably, he'd be a guy that kind of hold and get some production as a, you know, high tight end two this year in PPR leagues. I do think Phillip Rivers would, will look to Jack Doyle. 
uh, as a guy he can, as like a check down security blanket type guy, uh, and he could have a decent, you know, tight end two type season this year. If we take it to the last team here in the AFC South, and that is the Tennessee Titans, uh, I'm going to say stock down on Ryan Tannehill because I just don't think he can live up to the expectations that uh, he did at the end of last year. But on the flip side, his value is so low in formats that I actually think he's a decent buy in Dynasty Leagues as a quarterback, too, who has already shown he could produce QB1 numbers. Uh I, obviously, the total number of passes is going to go down. His efficiency is going to regress the opposite way. Uh, so he's not a guy who I think I think his stock is down for that regard. But I do think his overall value is so low in formats that he's a decent pick as a QB2 in best ball. He's a decent value to get on your team as a second quarterback in Dynasty or redraft. So it's a, one of those unique opportunities that I think his overall stock is down because I don't personally don't think he can live up it. And they brought Derrick Henry and they re-signed him for the long term. So they're going to continue to be that pounded out physical running team which will limit Ryan Tannehill's pass usage. But I do think his his value is still so low that he actually presents decent value in terms of where he's being you know, valued in all those formats. Uh, Derrick Henry, I think stock up. The fact that he's locked in now. We've talked about James Conner not being locked in. We've talked about Leonard Fournette being locked in. The fact that Derrick Henry is locked into the Titans, I think makes me feel that he's got two or three years left as being a you know RB1, high RB2 with the Titans and being fed a heavy workload. So that, I think, is big for him. I'd be more willing to now buy and invest in him in Dynasty than I would have been if he was just playing on the franchise tag. Darrington Evans, I like him as a change of pace, uh, you know, guy as a rookie. I think he can, you know, be an effective player in a part-time role. Even if they had moved on from Derrick Henry, I never looked at Darrington Evans as a guy who could, would have been a very fantasy viable guy carrying a heavy workload. At the wide receiver position, I'm going to say stock up and buy on AJ Brown. If people, because of the lack of pass attempts, are in any way not looking at AJ Brown as an elite, elite option at the wide receiver position for all formats i'd aggressively go out and buy him uh you could say stock neutral and Corey davis they didn't go out and upgrade the wide receiver position anywhere else uh he's not a guy i'd be looking to sell because his value is so low right now i would not be looking to buy him either i kind of just be holding on to him and hope that he could emerge this year and you know uh show more than he has and then maybe his value goes up you know by the end of this season and into next offseason. No other wide receivers worthy of discussion at the tight end position. Jonu Smith, I think, stock up on him. And I would say he's a guy that, because they didn't go out and invest anything else at the wide receiver position or tight end position, that's why I say stock up on him. But he would not be a guy to be aggressively going to buy. I wouldn't be looking to sell him unless the value was good. I'd probably just be holding and kind of see. He's got the athletic profile. I just don't know if there's enough pass opportunities around when I target tight ends, I, uh, I really look for targets and I want to feel that my target opportunity is pretty consistent. And I think Joe knew, you know, fluctuates a little too much to, to think he's a tight end one, but he's got the athleticism and upside to be a tight end one. I just wouldn't bank on the, getting the amount of targets that I, that I'd feel comfortable with. So I would just, if he, if I got good value, I'd sell them or I would just kind of hold them and see, because I do think the player is talented. Just don't know the long-term production uh, that he might offer. So there it is. My thoughts guys on every relevant offensive skill player, 
uh, from the AFC South. If you have been enjoying these podcasts, please rate, review, subscribe, uh, reach out to me on Twitter, ask me follow-up questions. I enjoy interacting uh, with people on, and talking about all of this. So on behalf of our sound tech engineer, David Nakano, and myself, thank you for joining us. And we look forward next time taking you from Saturday to Sunday.